0: Welcome to Fit Talk, your go-to podcast for health, fitness, and lifestyle. Episode 21. Bulk the right way. And welcome back to another episode of Fit Talk. Today, we're going to talk about how to bulk in the right way. And by that, we mean how to add a lot of mass without adding too much fat because not everybody likes to do the huge bulk during the colder months and then have to worry about trying to strip down all that fat during the summer months. Uh, Instead, some people like to try and stay lean year-round like Mark and myself and a lot of people are wondering how to do that if it's even possible and today we're here to tell you that yes, it is possible and we're going to show you exactly how to do that. Before we get into that, though, we just want to announce that the legendary Beyond Yourself orange shirt is back in stock. So if you want to grab yours before they sell out quick, because they always do, don't forget to visit store.markfit.com and use the code FITTALK to save yourself
1: 15%. Awesome, my man. Awesome, my man. I'm pretty sure like people will enjoy this episode since they, like so many people listen to the getting leaner faster. Now it's kind of the opposite, but staying healthy and just maximize the lean muscle mass.
0: Absolutely, in fact, I would say without a doubt, getting leaner faster was probably our most popular episode to date. Uh, so many people have always wanted to know the proper way to go about that as well. You know, how to get rid of excess body fat uh, without losing too much muscle, which we outlined in that episode. So it only makes sense that we talk about how to do, like you said, the exact opposite in another Mm -hmm. episode. So let's get right into this. You can basically think of this episode as Lean Bulking 101. So really how to go about this in the right way. And Mark, what is the first step that you think should be taken to decide whether
1: it's time to start adding mass or not? The, the first step will be that dropping your body fat first. The reason why is just because when you're over 10% body fat, your body is kind of saturated. So no matter what kind of food you will have, you will probably stuck into the fat because your body already have enough energy to function. So if you're adding more, more calories then you just you will probably just tuck in in the fat so the first step is cutting down under 10% body fat also when you're under 10% body fat you're a leaner first Uh, you will look better you will see more your veins so you will be just more motivated to work out because you will see an extreme pump and uh, I don't know I just enjoy seeing my veins uh, in the mirror in the gym it's just kind of a motivation so uh, that's another thing uh, also, when, you, when you're when you lean, you will produce more testosterone. That being said, you will, your recovery process will be faster. You will also um, have more energy to work out. And it's just a better state to gain lean muscle mass. Um, what else? When, when you're lean, there's, I don't know, it's just kind of you are in the mood mentally to work out. It's, it's me. Before, I, I was around 13, 14% body fat for sure. I worked out, but I don't know, when I'm leaner, I just feel that I'm more energized. So um, you, you crush your workout uh, even uh, even harder. I could absolutely agree with that. Especially like you said, if your
0: testosterone levels higher, you're obviously gonna experience more energy and have a greater motivation to be able to go and hit the gym in the first place.
1: Yeah, and also all the nutrients that you will eat when you are under 10% body fat, you will assimilate uh, them more to build
0: uh, muscle. So there you go. So everyone who's listening to this, first step is to make sure you're lean. So if you haven't listened to Getting Leaner Faster already, go and check that out. But let's say hypothetically you're already lean. You're 10% body fat or mm-hmm. even lower. So
1: where do we begin? Um, there is just adding more calories to your diet, but the right calories. You don't want to, uh, I don't know, eat a box of candies to... <laughs> To uh, re- just as a as carbs in your diet, you know you want to have good complex carbohydrate to be sure that you have the right energy to sustain uh, the whole day and also to build lean uh, muscle mass to build muscle. So the thing is, you you will have to eat the right calories. Let's start with the carbs. Carbs. So what kind of carbs you can eat to gain muscle? Uh, we talk about oats. We talk about brown rice, sweet potatoes. Uh, the veggies is a good source of carbs too. But there's not a lot of, of, uh, of carbs inside the veggies, like for example in the broccoli, but it's a good source too because like uh, you, you got to take in consideration that in all kinds of food you will find carbs. So that there's also basmati rice is a good one uh, and a couple like that. If you are not sure if you're eating good complex carbohydrate, just check the nutrition uh, fact behind the box and you will see that as carbohydrate you will have a value. And as sugar, it should be around a zero. So, Absolutely. yeah.
0: For uh, everyone out there, we also have written an article on Mark's website about the best sources for carbs. So if you want to know what our personal favorites are and our personal recommendations, we will post that in the show notes. As for moving on from that, so you're going to start adding calories to your diet. So you need to find out basically what your caloric maintenance zone is going to be and then add calories to that.
1: But how many should you be adding? Um, you should add. Let's let's say that everyone is different. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's an average of 500 calories of surplus that you want to add to your to your uh, to your maintain calorie zone. And um, maintain calorie zone. We'll link uh, an article about how to calculate um, how many calories you need just to maintain your shape right now. So we'll have the the links at the show note at slash session 21 Go check that out to calculate your maintain calories on. Then when you when you when you have your that amount of calories, you want to have 500 calories uh, to start. Why? It's just because you need more calories if you want to build muscle. You cannot like really build muscle without adding more energy to your body your body will need that, uh, these calories to to build muscle. So 500 calories, how to split uh, these 500 calories in protein, carbs, and fat? I would say that our body will assimilate 30 gram to 40 gram of protein per meal. That being said, if you're eating six meals a day, you can eat around 240 gram of protein a day. So you split your protein like that because you, you want to maximize the amount of calories that you can assimilate every single meal because protein is, uh, is the best source of, of nutrient that you can have to build muscle and, and recover fast from your workout. And also like protein uh, is a part of your... It, protein is like everything. It's good for your hair. It's good for your skin. It's good for everything. It's just good for your overall health. So that being said, now that is the protein. Now, in terms of fat, you want to take twenty-five percent of your total calories intake. So, for example, if you are eating uh, 3,100 calories, you might want to take um, it's seventy-eight. I think let's let's calculate it. <laughs> but remember, everybody's
0: different. Yeah. So if you're amount of calories that you're taking isn't 3100 you need
1: to make the changes accordingly don't take this verbatim Mm -hmm. exactly but like 25 percent of your total calories intake might uh will be good to to bulk and um then as carbs you just put the the rest of the calories uh in the carbs um all to know how many gram of carbs is okay so if um you eat 3,100 calories, 25% in fat will be 86 grams of uh, of fat. So now how to know exactly how many grams of protein, carbs, and fat you need, you can use a tool like the Nutrition Planner, the tool I created, or you can do it manually, it's just longer. Uh, But basically a gram of protein and a gram of carbs is equal four calories and a gram of fat, Equal nine gra- uh, nine calories. Mm-hmm. So that being said, you can do the calculation and just uh, split your diet meal per meal.
0: Absolutely. So in terms of adding calories, you said five hundred is a is a good place to really to start, yeah. yeah exactly to start. Is there a limit though? Can you play with that
1: amount? Can you add more or less if necessary? (laughs) For sure, you can play with it. Like for example, for myself, when I'm booking, I'm eating more than 500 calories uh, surplus. The reason why is just because I adjust my diet uh, gradually. So I started to add like 500 calories. Then after three weeks, I just won't. I just I don't know. Analyze my result, and I was I was staying lean. I gained a little bit of muscle, but not as much as I want. So I decided to add 600 calories. Then three weeks after, I adjust just myself again. And then I, added, I had 700 calories. And at a certain point, I think it's around the 800 calories. Now I was gaining a good amount of lean muscle mass while maintaining my my body fat. And uh, it was just um, the number of calories surplus that I needed for my level of activity and for my body. Because it's not everyone, like I said, everyone is different. And uh, you might want to adjust to 400 or 300, or you might go up to seven, 800, or a 1,000 calorie surplus. Now, in terms of getting back into a bulk, because we all
0: know that you had just done your month and a half long cut, um, mm-hmm. and you're gonna be starting your lean bulking phase again. Yeah. D- judging from the weight that you are now, since your caloric maintenance zone is gonna be different, uh, would you jump right into say the seven or eight hundred caloric surplus, or are you still gonna start with just five hundred for now and then do it gradually after a couple of weeks, like you just said?
1: Uh, I will start gradually. The thing is, like our body can change so much in a year, it can change so much in two years. Uh, the older you get, your body start to be I don't know, just to slow down a little bit. So, for example, in between the twenty and thirty, it's not that bad. Like the your oh, your, bu- your metabolists are fast or slow or whatever. But when you get older, like between the 30 and 40, start to slowing down. And then between the 40 and 50, start to slowing down even more. And uh, just, yeah, the older you get, your body start to um, kind of, not shutting down, but just become just, yeah, slow. <laughs> so in terms
0: of adding size, it's definitely to uh, try and accomplish that in your 20s and early 30s, right?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, like, for, for example, for myself, I want to uh, bulk until I'm like 30 and then I will probably just maintain the shape that I have. Uh, because like there's a certain limit I want to be. I don't want to be uh, 240 pounds. I just want to be like 190 Absolutely. or 200. And then that's the shape. That's my goal. I will be able like to climb a mountain if I want. I will be able to run, do a front flip, a back flip or whatever <laughs> I want. So uh, yeah, basically everyone have his own goal. But like around the 28, 30, I might stop uh, booking. I will just maintain my shape and eat in consequence of my level of activity. So if I'm going to run a marathon, I might eat more carbs uh, during that day or during the process of training because I will just uh, spend more calories than what I'm doing right now.
0: Absolutely. I totally know what you mean. For me, Mm -hmm. it's kind of the exact same thing like – I think of a, in a lot of things, there's a lot of uh, other activities that I want to do at the same time, like things like getting back into yoga again someday or doing a marathon or just adding more running into my routine, stuff like that. But I'm not doing any more of that, any of that now because I know that these are kind of the prime years to be able to eat like a lot of calories the way that we do add a lot of size. That's not really something you want to be playing with, uh, as you get older and older, like you said. And mm-hmm. so once I do reach my goal shape, my goal weight, and just maintain that, I'll look for adding other activities into it. But for now, this really is the time for me anyway, like you said, adding all that size and being able to eat, say, upward of 4,000 calories kind of without consequence.
1: Yeah, there's also like it's our peak, like to to grow to um, to gain more maturity muscular, like in term of yeah, it's just we we just gain more maturity between the twenty and thirty in term of size. So we are in our in our peak, and uh, we just want to take advantage of that. Our testosterone uh, is to the max, and uh, yeah, it's just take advantage of the the situation.
0: True. So with all this being said, so we covered macros, but what about supplementation? Is there anything <laughs> that you would add in your bulking phase that perhaps you wouldn't when you're cutting?
1: Um, I just started like to take again curatine. So I'm taking curatine. I have some in my pre-workout shake. So in my pre-WOD. Uh, so what is a pre-workout shake? It's something that will give you more energy and endurance during your workout. It's something that you take like 30 minutes before your workout. So I have Probably like two to 2.5 gram in that shake of creatine, and then I'm taking five gram in my post-workout shake. Uh, five gram. So in total, I have 7.5 gram uh, during my day of creatine. Um, you don't want to go over 10 gram per day. It's not necessary. You don't have like to do the um, the load phase, like the they wrote. Uh, yeah, just like it's written in behind the. creatine bottle you don't have like to do the 30 gram per day or whatever Um, 10 gram is enough it will not uh be too bad for your kidneys because uh yeah you just when when you eat a good amount of protein and creatine and all that kind of supplement your kidneys uh work a lot but at that that amount per day um it's it's not bad for for yourself and your health so Basically, my stack when I'm bulking will be creatine. I will have isolate protein, dextrose, BCAA. Um, I'm using CLA, L-carnitine too, because I just want to prevent any gain of fat. So i still using L-carnitine and CLA all year long. Mm. Um, test Alpha, I'm using a test booster because I'm a crazy dude who loves to work out. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to be... It's not something that will go over your natural... Testosterone or give you an extra like um, like steroid but it's something that will just help you naturally with the herbs inside of TES Alpha to be at your maximum of testosterone. So if you're at your maximum, testosterone it's what helps you to recover, uh, gain mass. It's just everything... Uh, for a man especially, to be able to function during the day and uh, yeah, to be able to train hard. So you would say even for
0: men at our age, at their peak levels of testosterone, they could
1: still benefit from a T-booster? It depends what kind of T-booster, but like the the test alpha yes. We talk about it like in the episode with the owner of Beyond Yourself. Mm -hmm. Sean, you explain it a little bit. It depends what is your situation. As an athlete, as a person who work out six, seven days a week, and I train super hard, I surcharge my body every single day. Uh, it's just good for me because, like, I'm able just to be at my peak and be able like to recover for the next workout for the next day. Uh, as someone who work out three times a week and have enough rest time between each day, and who just want to train or just want to run a treadmill or it's not um a workout that stress too much his body he will be he will have enough testosterone to sustain that kind of activity but as someone who yeah was an athlete and trained like like a spartans like a crazy guy <laughs> um i just want to be sure that i'm to the maximum in everything in my health in my hormone uh, I maximize my, my rest time, I maximize uh, yeah, my sleep pattern and everything, so I'm able to reach the next level. <laughs> Absolutely. And just for everyone else, a quick sidebar, uh,
0: for L-carnitine and CLA, are those things that you ever have to cycle off the way you would creatine or test alpha?
1: Um, it's like the creatine and test alpha, I cy- cycle them like every three months. Like I, I'm doing no the creatine like every 3 months and the testo every I'm doing like a cycle of like 8 weeks or so 2 months mm-hmm. then I then I'm stopping um uh, as the L carnitine I don't really stop it's not something that your your body will be used to because it's yeah it's no I don't cycle off like L carnitine and CLA I don't <laughs> Okay so there you go plain and simple <laughs> Is there any other
0: supplements that you'd include in your stack
1: Multivitamin Be sure to have all the nutrients my body needs, like all the vitamins. Um, It's almost it. As for all the supplements that I mentioned just before, um, isolate, dextrose, and everything. We'll link article that will answer uh, all your questions if you have some at the show notes at morphe.com session 21. I speak really fast. I'm just pumped, man, for this episode. I'm just pumped (laughs) for my day. (laughs) And I'm just like, I don't know, too excited for what's coming next. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, (laughs) I don't know. man. I'm, yeah.
0: Totally understand, my man. Uh, moving on to the next section, it would be how do your workouts change from, say, when you're cutting and transitioning
1: into a bulking phase? That's a f- <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, your, your body don't count the number of reps is doing, but what at the end of the day that what count is the amount of calories that you spend and the amount of calories that you that you ate. Uh, that being said, it's not eating everything just to fit your macro. Uh, try to, if you want to change like your carbs uh, for another, if you want to change like a certain kind of food for something else, just try to take something similar. Yeah, just something that I wanted like to mention. So at the end of the day, uh, what you want to do when, when you're bulking is not really bring your heartbeat so high that you spend so much calories during your workout uh, as if you're in a cutting phase. So you might want to take more of the uh, one minute to one minute 30 rest time between each set. Why not over a minute 30? It's just because you want to also stress your body as much as you can during the hour that you are doing, um, that you're lifting weight so that being said a minute 30 will be good a minute if you are someone like like for myself i can i don't know do a dumbbell flat press take uh, 120 pounds do eight reps 10 reps and keep the intensity by taking a minute of rest but someone who's more beginner you might want to take a minute 30 to be sure that he can stress his muscle the same way i do but with 30 seconds more you know Mm -hmm. With that same amount of weight because you still want to be able to keep the same stress. Exactly. It's just as the more you advance, you will be able to match up intensity with less rest time. And if you're able to do that, you're able to stress your muscle more during the hour that you're in the gym. Which therefore means just more growth and more progression either way. Exactly. If you're eating right, if you sleep right. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah. So for myself, I like to take, uh, yeah, it depends like what kind of exercise I will do. Like for example, I have like just... 120 pounds uh, dumbbell in my gym that's the maximum of weight so I will take a minute rest because I don't have enough rest uh, weight to I don't know just to (laughs) stress my my chest all I want so I'm taking a minute rest so I'm able just to stress it more Um, but if I'm going on a bench I might just take a minute 30 you know because Because I can still add more than that yeah exactly Mm-hmm. and I wanted to uh, reach uh, between the 10 and 12 repetitions to to grow uh, my muscle and are you still? Uh Doing the same principle that
0: you did before, in which you start the beginning of your workout with like say six or eight reps, and then move up towards twelve towards the end.
1: Yeah, I, I just just a formula that I enjoy because I'm able just to break my muscle fibers to the maximum in the beginning, and also when when you lift that amount of weight, when you are only doing like six reps, you can lift a lot of weight. So. Uh, it just helped like to boost more testosterone in the beginning of your workout because it's kind of uh, if you're doing it, you just push so hard that you're like kind of exhaust, you're less after a set. Mm-hmm. But you just did like a dumbbell flat press or uh, bench press. You're just exhaust because it was uh,
0: uh, really heavy. Fantastic. So there you go, guys. There are a lot of differences in between uh, the cutting phase and the bulking phase. But if you're applying these ones right, you're sure to keep growing. But here's the burning question. What Mm
1: -hmm. do you do if you're doing all this and you're not gaining weight? Mm, Good question. It's it's just because something is wrong in the plan. Um, So you you, you might want to check your sleep pattern first. A lot of time it's a lack at this point. Uh, that was my
0: problem at the beginning of the year I yeah. totally remember that it was frustrating a
1: lot of, yeah a lot of people oh, I'm not growing it's just because like your body don't have enough rest during the night because it's the peak where your body your body recover it's the peak of your growth hormone uh, so sleep pattern is really important guys just focus on that first then you might want to check like your, your diet um, what kind of food that you eat so as protein, you can eat um, all kind of lean meat. So you can eat salmon, tuna. You can eat chicken. You can eat um, turkey. You can eat so much stuff. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> try to eat like lean. Like beef is good, but like beef, you don't. It's, it's you just have like more fat inside of it. So when you are in booking phase, it's not that bad. But try to take the lean, the leanest one.
0: Get extra lean if you can.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, So
0: what about if they're following these, uh, like the dietary ratio that you mentioned before, mm -hmm. um, is there ever a reason to play around with that? Like if someone is still not gaining weight, but they have that ratio going in their diet, do they need to tweak something like one of those ratios or just say increase even more calories from carbs?
1: Yeah. There, there's people who respond, uh, more to fat than carbs or more to, uh, carbs to fat or whatever, or carbs to protein. Um, that is the average, what I gave to you guys. Uh, now you can play with it, but you don't want to take like too much protein too, because it just over, it will just, uh, make your, your kidney overwork. Uh, you want to stay under the 300 gram per day. So, uh, and also like the thing is like, you cannot estimate more, more protein, uh, than 40 gram around in a window of like two, three hours. So, yeah, you can play with the um, the ratio of protein, carbs and fat and just take in consideration the, the protein uh, that, you know, you don't want to uh, overeat it. Uh, sometimes protein is just overrated in terms of like, <laughs> oh, I will just have a diet of 100 grams of protein. Maybe not the best idea. Um, but yeah, you can still play with it. So as long as
0: they're uh, respecting that, say 240 to 300 grams protein, depending mm-hmm. on how many meals they have, uh, at that point, it's probably better to just play around with the ratio of fat and carbs.
1: Yeah, and there, there's also like, uh, for, for like myself, I'm kind of a mix of ectomorph and mesomorph. So my body is quite fast. My metabolism is quite fast, but I can still gain fat if I'm eating like just too much. Mm-hmm. But I'm more in an athletic shape. So um Sometime I might wanna eat carbs during my workout. Like I can uh, have, I don't know, just add just a little bit of carbs like uh, liquid carbs and just mix it with my, my BCA. That can help to gain lean muscle mass. Uh, but it's not something that I will say like try it first. I will just say like start with your diet, your meal, all that stuff. Take your BCA during your workout and see how you have results. And then if you don't gain uh, enough lean muscle mass as you want. And if you don't have like a normal progression. Um, so what is a normal progression? Oh, I will answer this question after. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, if you don't have like a normal progression, uh, you can... Adapt during your workout to be sure that you have uh, enough glycogen in your muscle while you're working out, and you don't burn out your your, your muscle fibers. And you are just more in a anabolic phase instead of a catabolic uh, during your workout. And also keep your workout under an hour fifteen because you will just produce more. T- um, yeah, you will just have um, too much cortisol, so you're not in an anabolic phase. You're in a catabolic phase. That being said, is you you're not in the right state to gain. Muscle, you're more like burning muscle, and you don't even burn fat um, because your body is just overstressed. So yeah, uh, what's the other question? Yeah, the normal ratio of gain. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What's the yeah, normal yeah. progression? It's about like a pound to two pounds a month of the muscle mass. That's a normal progression. So a lot of times, so many people are going to are
0: going to complain about this because they're not seeing it fast enough. But guys, seriously, we can't re- reiterate this enough patience is seriously one of the biggest factors that are going to come about with making gains, okay? Because you need to be patient to know that if you are gaining a whole lot of weight real quick, chances are it's not going to be all muscle. Exactly. (laughs) You have to be willing to see, like it is, it is a lean bulk. So if you want to add muscle without too much fat it is going to be a slow progression so that means one to two pounds per month. So don't give up or get frustrated too quickly because this can be a very extensive process. Yeah exactly and uh, yeah I think we have covered a lot of questions now. I think this is uh, yeah pretty much your ultimate guide to lean bulking.
1: So, yeah I try, I try guys like just to make it um, kind of a nice line for everyone to follow but for sure, everyone is different. Like I said, so you might want to adapt what I what I said for for you. You know, it's not uh, the perfect formula. There's always adjustment that you will have to do, and it's the same thing in life. Uh, but for sure, that method
0: worked. Exactly, it's a. Fantastic structure to absolutely apply to yourself if this is going to be your first time going about it, but make adjustments where necessary if you're not seeing the results that you want.
1: Also, guys, um, another thing I can recommend, and I will never recommend it enough, is weight your food. Because if you're able to to be sure at 100% that you eat what your body needs to grow, then the result will come. And also, if you don't reach the level that you want, you will be able to adjust yourself easily because you know exactly what you, what you eat. Oh my goodness, yes. yes. How can, how can you ever know what you need if you're not taking in exactly what you need? You need, yeah, you need to know. Yeah, and in the beginning, I wasn't doing that. I had quite good result, but then I just asked myself, what can I do to reach the next level? and it was waiting my food. And it only takes like 30 seconds per meal. So I will recommend to do that. And also like people say like, oh, I don't eat enough protein or something like that. Okay, just start weighting your food. Use a nutrition planner or a tool to calculate exactly how many grams of protein, carbs, and fat you have in each food that you eat. And then you will see that you eat way more than you think. Absolutely. Because like a lot of people just say, okay, a chicken breast, it's 30 grams of protein. I take the old chicken breast. But uh, like they are not cut the same way. In not, all. Yeah, they don't all weigh the same. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah exactly. So and also like you, you have to calculate that you like take in consideration that in, a, in your brown rice, you also have like protein inside. Mm-hmm. So in okay. your total meal, if you just take your your… You, you just take in consideration your chicken breast, then you are already over the amount of protein that you need in that meal. Which means part of it's going to waste. Yeah, exactly. Because like usually, like protein is not uh, calories that you will uh, retain as fat. It's something that you you will just evacuate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah depending great, on how much you eat. But great yeah, word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Poly-
0: <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) But I mean, yeah, guys, we can't really stress that importance enough because if you know exactly how much you're taking right now and you're not seeing the results that you want, then you need to know where you can make adjustments. And how are you going to do that if you don't know how many macros you're taking no matter what? And I've seen this to be the ultimate truth no matter what kind of style of eating there is because there are so many. And a lot of people, whether they're doing... Paleo, or if it fits your macros, or just whatever it is, everyone is always going to recommend keeping track of your macros. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not keeping track and counting, you have no reference, you have no, you have nowhere to go from wherever it is you want to progress from. So if you're just haphazardly taking however much food. You're not necessarily going to get the results you want. In fact, I can almost guarantee that you won't. And you're going to get frustrated when you don't know where you can make changes.
1: You're right, my man. You're right.
0: <laughs> so there you go. Uh, with that being said, do you think there's
1: anything else uh, we need to add to this, Mark? I don't think so. I, I think like we have covered a lot. If you have any questions, guys, just tweet us with the hashtag FitTalk, uh, send us an email or whatever. Just try to contact us with your question and we'll answer it in one of our uh, FitTalk Q&A. And um, I think it's all, if you need help with your diet, your workout or any kind of help, just visit marfit.com slash training and you'll be able like to see all the personal plan that I have to offer to help you reach your goal. And um, you will just get a diet gram per gram and be sure that you have the right food for you and also to reach your goal. Absolutely, guys. You
0: don't need to go through this journey alone. If you'd like some help from us, don't forget to visit that link that Mark just mentioned. And we covered a lot in this episode today, and we're going to have a lot of helpful articles that we've written on Mark's site before. So don't forget to visit the show notes of this show at markfit.com slash session 21 so that you can go and reap the benefits of everything we have to offer there.
1: Yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and book the right way.
0: See you next time.